This is Let's Get Real with your realtor hosts, Mallory Myers and Rob Calabro, talking real life and real estate. From the Buckeye State to the Sunshine State, this is Let's Get Real. Merry Christmas. How are you, Mal? Merry Christmas. Happy holidays. I am good. It's absolutely insane that we're already here talking about Christmas and, mm-hmm. and the end of the year wrap up. And I'm just, where did the year go? Yeah, it is. It, it flew by. Um, so this episode is called A Year in Review, where we're going to talk about, answer some questions, talk about um, how our year went and kind of just reflect on things, tell some fun stories, some of the good things, some of the bad things. Um, I'm really excited because I know that we both um, had a just a, a wild year that's, uh, there's going to be a lot of fun things to share from it. Um, yeah. Before we dive into that, um, just kind of give us a brief, like 60 second synopsis of your year. What happened? Mm. And, and then we'll dive into the other um, topics and other questions. Well, I feel like a lot of growth happened. A lot of changes happened this year. Um, just, just pushing me into the direction of my, you know, career um, and where I should be. And it was kind of like the um, slingshot that propelled me into where I'm supposed to be. Um, so I'm super excited to see what next year brings. I think this year was a lot of development, personal development, mm-hmm. professional development, plans for my future, thinking about where I want to grow. And um, so it's really cool to be where I am now compared to where January was, because January was a really dark time in my life, not knowing what was going to happen. And here I am feeling so inspired and positive and excited for the future and just filled with gratitude. So um, yeah, it was definitely a year of growth for me, um, for sure. What about you, Rob? Yeah, I mean, I could tell, you know, just from our conversations that that uh, you take took huge steps this year in your career, which is really exciting for you. Um, for me, a snapshot of the year, I mean, it was a great year. It was uh, a really dynamic market that had lots of things occur, lots of mm-hmm. lots of different situations. Um, from start to finish. Um, but, uh, you know, I, I had a, a very, what I would consider to be a very good year um, outside of real estate. I mean, a great year with um, the family, the growth of yeah. my family and, yeah. um, and we, you know, our rental portfolio and those things are all going really well. Um, so ultimately it was a good year and we'll talk, I think a little bit about um you know, some of the things we accomplished this year, but yeah, it was, it was uh, a unique year for real estate, a a unique market. I would, um, there were some parts of it that I would love to have continue to happen. And there were some parts that were really challenging and I'm glad that the market's changing in in some ways. So definitely. um, uh, Cool. All right. So what, are you ready to dive in to uh, the the year? Okay. So a year in review. The first question is, what was your biggest challenge this year and what was your greatest success? Oh, the biggest challenge was like a, think of situations. It doesn't have to be like a, a property specifically, but yeah, maybe, maybe a property, maybe a scenario, something like that. I just 
think about my growth and the challenge at the beginning of the year was trusting that I'm where I'm supposed to be, even if it's difficult. Mm -hmm. Um, So it was a challenge to push through not able to get buyers under contract or, you know, finding buyers or finding sellers and, and just really trusting that I'm in my calling. Mm -hmm. Um, And to just, you know, trust God that he's going to deliver. Um, And it was a difficult season of trusting that, um, that it would be temporary. It's a season. It's, it's not, you know, it's not forever. And that was my biggest challenge this year is truly letting go and surrendering what I think I need to do versus what, you know, he's going to unravel for me. Um, and work out. And as we look now, um, obviously, we can see that my trust in that plan worked out. Like, you know, I had a very successful end of the year. Um, I am overwhelmed with that. And to think that here I am in the position I am now, because I pushed through and trusted the process and just, you know, got through that challenging time Mm -hmm. um, is really cool. Yeah. So you went from a period of of what not enough is going on and what what am what does my future look like to all these things you were working on, like suddenly working out. And then mm-hmm. it just all happened, like unraveled at once, which was great. Yeah. Um, yeah. So um, what about your biggest what would what's the one thing that you can, would consider to be your biggest success that you accomplished this year? The, the nicest house you sold, the, yeah, the, the buyer I mean, the you got biggest, under contract. Yeah, the biggest success is getting the million dollar listing that's still listed. Unfortunately, that one's yeah. kind of hanging over my head. Um, or I got one offer, it was really low. So we're kind of just trying to work through that. Um, but that's a success to me. Like I got my mm-hmm. first million dollar listing. I yeah. um I'm getting a lot of great feedback about my marketing and I'm getting way more confident in my marketing and putting my face in front of the camera. Um, That also is a challenge I had to overcome. It's just giving up the fear of what people are going to think about me on the other side of it. Um, Who cares? You know, just be authentic and be fun and be silly and be yourself and show personality. And people are attracted to that authenticity. So that was something that I'm really proud that I got through um, and that confidence um, and just the experience I've had this year. So it it definitely there's so many things that is success to me. But it's when you ask these questions, it does really make me think about, wow, like here I am the beginning of the year, I wasn't sure about, you know, my business. And then now here I am, I have a million dollar listing. I've got, you know, several over $500,000 deals, Um, you know, getting new buyers all the time, getting sellers all the time because of the way I market, because of the way I present information. Um, The beginning of the year, my goal was to go heavy on social media uh, because I get a lot of business from it. Mm -hmm. And I think that I did pretty well looking back at the end of the year on focusing that and and continuing to get business that way. So that is what I would uh, I'm most proud of in my success, at least, or a successful story or a few. Yeah, I mean that that's huge for you. Um, definitely, I know. I remember we were talking about that, and uh, that was something that you were really proud of. So, and it will it'll sell. Uh, and yeah, knowing yeah. you, I know that you'll get that done. Thank um, you. What about you? 
So, okay. Biggest challenge. I kind of was thinking um, yours is like more of a, a broad it's answer. It's pretty broad. Yeah. It's hard. I, it's really hard for me to think about the one. I know. Right? I can't remember yesterday. <laughs> My, uh, I thought about this earlier, probably like when I, when I saw biggest challenge, I started to think back of like deals and different transactions. Yeah. Um, one, uh, so there was a couple things. I mean, a- any time that I had a buyer, I-, I just felt like I had so many buyers this spring that kept swinging and missing, and yeah. those were all challenging. But most of them, or maybe all of them, I don't know, you know, went back and thought about it. But I think you know, we we eventually got everybody that really wanted a house in contract. But um, outside of transaction, I think my biggest challenge was this uh, was actually a personal deal. Um, mm-hmm we were buying some um multifamily properties in Dayton and, and this is really funny i got into a dispute with a cable company a couple in 2019 and uh, i refused to pay like they had such bad service i refused to um pay out their contract for like $300 <laughs> and they never said anything and i never said anything and they sent me to collections 3 years later and, and I found out about it as we were trying to close on this deal. So, and it dropped, it ended up dropping my credit score by a hundred points, like overnight. And oh my God. So I didn't think we would be able to buy the property, but I really wanted it because uh, it just fit well in our portfolio and all these things, but whatever. So um, shopped through a bunch of options, finally found a solution. Um, I ended up, biting the bullet and paying back this company that I was really hated paid the $300. Um, and it like literally my score jumped back up, uh, but that, that wasn't the reason I could close in the deal. Um, we found another solution, had to, had to add, uh, had to make some changes to our LLC and, um, ran it through a different way and we got to buy the property still. Um, nice. I, I don't know if that's, you know, uh, that was probably one of the, the harder, uh, specific deals I went through as a personal, um, I think my biggest success this year, um, uh, actually, yeah, it was also another personal deal, but, um, we were doing a reef or we were doing a um, renovation and refinance on a property and uh, that we bought at the end of last year. And it took a really long time. We went through all these obstacles. Um, we even had the property broken into and like I lost a thousand dollars. No, gosh. I actually lost two thousand dollars paying back, buying, paying for some of my contractors tools that got stolen and oh, uh, broken dang. window and stuff. Anyways. Um, we went through, got the property leased, and did the rent, did the refinance, and got it to appraise for a hundred thousand more than we bought it, and got nice. out, got to pull out almost. I didn't pull out all of our money, but we could have taken out a hundred percent of our investment if we wow. wanted to. Which that wow. was a that one was like yes, we got it. Good we, job. We did good on that deal. Yeah. Um, so yeah, but I mean. Um, I definitely, the most challenging transaction was that VA loan, the rent, that loan that it was just between the agents and the lender and the hundred year old property. It was a lot. 
but I learned a lot. That's the thing yeah. in this industry. I feel like it's not like dealing with the challenging customer. It's it's a challenging transaction, but it molds you into being such an incredible agent. You are learning as you go in every single transaction. And it's incredible the the how fast your toolbox fills with all these resources that you become equipped with because of these challenges you go through. That's yeah, that's huge. Um, I remember when you said that I'm like, that's not going to be an easy one because <laughs> I uh, I had a just a regular um, renovation loan deal. It was, it was actually an FHA 203k that we did, mm. and that was that took like three, four months to close and that deal. Yeah. Was like, and yours was VA. So There's so like, many hands in the pot too yeah. in those too mm-hmm. that it's just like doesn't make any, it, it doesn't help you at all. Yeah, but you're right. I mean, the, going through that made you so much more knowledgeable about mm-hmm. everything. So, yeah. Um, yeah. all right. So the second or the, the next set of questions, um, what was the most difficult conversation you had or the most difficult moment and what was the best conversation that you had um i'm thinking back like okay you know a great conversation is when you you get a buyer's you know under contract that's been fighting really hard or or vice versa like you know you have to give someone bad news or you know yeah um do you want me to go first so that you have a second to uh think about it sure I don't know if you had one on the top of your head. Well, I think it, I'm I'm pretty generic. I don't think I have one like you might have one. I know that just we, I think all buyers agents have given bad news. <laughs> We've all had to say your offer wasn't accepted. We've yeah. all had to have oh, those yeah. difficult conversations. So I think that outside of that normal, like, unfortunately, they didn't accept your offer mm-hmm. um, kind of different or like the difficult question of, hey, like, you can't keep lowballing on these kinds of multiple offer situations. Like they're not going to entertain it. This is not the market to do it. Those are difficult conversations that, um, you know, I had to have a few times with a couple different buyers where you're just, you just have to get with the market. This is not a market to do these things. And it's not fun for me to say that to you. I'm not commission hungry. It's not about raising the sales price for me. It's to get you the home. Um, So having those check-ins and those kinds of difficult conversations were frequent um, in the beginning of the year, Mm -hmm. end of last year, um, telling a seller that the home kind of smells is not a difficult or is the difficult conversation. You know, like I had to walk into a a bedroom where the seller closed it off. I think she smoked in there. The dog Mm -hmm. had puppy pads in there and it was always shut. So it smelled in just the bedroom. Um, so I had to tell her, I'm like, listen, like, I know that you probably don't notice it. Um, you live here, you've lived here for a while. This is the way that, you know, is comfortable for you. But unfortunately it does have a smell when you walk in that I think will distract buyers from being able to see themselves in this home because it's quite pungent. Um, and that's an awkward conversation. Like your room smells like you don't know it, but it smells. Mm -hmm. Um, so that, those are a couple of the difficult conversations that I had to have with some, with some buyers and sellers. Okay. So, um, difficult conversations. This is a hard one for me to think of, but there was definitely, I mean, you know, as an agent is you have 
you have a difficult conversation probably weekly or yeah. daily, but, but a lot. Almost, um, almost daily. One of the ones that sticks out to me is um, we had, I had a listing in the short North, a condo downtown Columbus and um, the buyer um, we had it under contract. The buyer wanted to back out um, because uh well, they back. They were backing out. We were through inspections. They were backing out because of financing, mm-hmm. um, but they couldn't provide evidence. And the the mm-hmm. list or the buyer's agent himself told me uh, that he thought they were lying, mm-hmm. and it just snowballed into this really big ordeal um, that I had to. I had to have a conversation with the broker, um, mm. and it on their me- side. Uh, with with the agent the the other agent's broker about mm. like how he was handling the situation mm. um that's awkward yeah but uh ultimately i happen to know this broker really well and and so uh, between us that's it was, good it was a good conversation but that's good anyways um ultimately they we let them walk and we got a new buyer and it was a cash deal for very close to what our original deal That's was good. for so it worked out but it yeah. was very hairy first yeah for a while um okay what about best conversation you had this year or best moment doesn't have to be like a, a specific conversation mm. just like one thing that you reflect on that's what was really great I get referrals from other agents and I've actually worked with agents. Um, I have a few agents in different states who are looking at properties here. And I feel like it's always a little bit of a, okay, put like your best, like not just your best, but your best, best, because you want to get their referrals here as well. Mm -hmm. Um, And you never know how other people are doing business. You know, there's a client in Atlanta who is in a very um, wealthy circle who, you know, is a real estate agent herself. And, she, you know, I was referred to her and I feel like I really have to show her that I know my stuff, you know, and, mm-hmm. you know, I message her and I just will kind of like check in a lot and make sure her search is okay. And um, I don't often call her because I, she's an agent and I know that she's always busy as well. So I just check in and send a little mm-hmm. message or say, you know, usually I do this with my buyers. Is that okay? She's like, yeah, that's great. I do it too. And just kind of getting the, that feedback from other agents that they're happy with how I have helped them, um, I think is is really nice to hear just, you know, from your peers saying it, your clients don't always know what you should and shouldn't be doing. Right. Right. But other agents do. So I always feel very flattered when other agents say really nice things about their experience with me. Um, that means a lot to me. Okay. Yeah. I mean, if you're working with an agent, just an out of state, like that's, you know, the best feedback you can get. Cause if they're yeah. successful then and they want to work with you, and that's, you know, a great example of why anybody should want to work with you. Yeah, I think so. What about you? Uh, okay. So, um, best conversation was, I mean, anytime you get to call a, a buyer that won an offer, won a bid or got, mm-hmm. got the house under contract, like that's, that's a great conversation. Anytime yeah. that you list a property and you have more than one offer or one really good offer and you get to present that to the seller that's always a really fun conversation yeah um but so luckily there was a lot of those but um the one i uh that stuck out to me is 
I had a uh, seller that I I was um, competing against my previous office for the listing, and I mm-hmm. won the listing. Nice. And and then when I was sitting down with him to go over the like thirteen or fourteen offers that we got, I uh, he picked the best one, and I just said, "Hey, I, you know." Are, is everything going well? Like, you know, are you okay with the process so far? And he was like, yeah, um, you, you predicted exactly what would happen. It happened. And like, you basically have everything that you said was going to happen has happened. And uh, it's been like a, a perfect that's process amazing. so far. Yeah. So, yeah that's I great. was like, okay, that's a nice love hearing that. boost of confidence. For yeah. Sure. Um, it is hard because like when you're not to cut you off when I'm sorry, yeah. but when you're your own boss, you, you kind of don't get validated mm-hmm. by anybody except for your clients. Yeah. So that feedback and those little text messages and those little like nice things that you say to us, mm-hmm. that helps us with our momentum of moving forward. Cause we don't get it from anybody else. Yeah, ex- exactly. And also, um, like if a lot of times we're asking for feedback on a review, you know, mm-hmm. and that's to better our ourselves because it helps us with marketing ourselves outwardly. And mm-hmm. most of the time when you ask for that, people are ecstatic. You know, if you did a good yeah. job for them, they're ecstatic to do that for you. But it's 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 sometimes nice when you didn't ask for that and somebody just says like, hey, you did a good job for this. Yeah. Yeah. One of the sellers um, I'm co-listing with my mentee. Um, because it's her her fan, her friend that was selling, so we're doing it together. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's she used to be a real estate agent, and no way, uh, yeah, and she's not licensed in Florida. But it's mm. so awesome to hear her be like she will respond to messages and just be like, "I'm so impressed with you guys," and and like you guys are really kicking butt and all this stuff, and that means a lot. Um, because we are younger than her. And, you know, it's, it's nice to hear that she's impressed. Um, And that just, it it just is so nice. You're like, man, like, we're doing it. We're doing a good job for our clients. There you go. Good. Positive vibes. Yeah. Um, All right. So what's the next question? Um, What's one thing that you would do different next year? So my goal for 2023 is to the word of the my the word of the year for 2023 I think is follow through. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think that I really need to not just put ideas in my head or ideas on paper like follow through with them. Um so something I want to do is like this year I got my certified divorce specialist certificate and my goal was to market to family law offices in the Tampa Bay area mm-hmm. and I did one who was my past client so it was an easy shoot you know foot in the door. Um so next year what I want to do is actually be like making a plan of action for that. Like I that's a certificate that I spent good money on that is not being used. Mm-hmm. Um and a great marketing niche. Um, so my goal and something I want to do different is to follow through on the marketing plans that I have and, and not be afraid of doing them and just do them. Um, so that's something I wish I would have done this year, um, and not kind of like drag my feet on them, um, and do next year. Yeah. I mean, that's good. That's a good goal to set because you get busy and things like that, that are really important, but they're important for 
the going forward like yeah it'll, it'll, not now, to, but, yeah mm-hmm. two, uh, you know two years six months right whatever. it's going to impact you in the future so yeah you have to yeah. remind yourself to stay on top of it yeah they're new activities like my friend is a real estate agent who's just getting started and she's doing all of the activities that we do in the beginning to get mm-hmm. later business and our activities aren't going to look the same they're going to look different, but we need to do those now activities to get later business. Yeah. Um, and mine is along the same lines. Uh, something I would do differently would be to, I mean, you know, as an agent, we're getting pulled a hundred different directions, you know, and, and having rental properties and being an office manager, I'm getting like calls and um, emails for oh, I can't things imagine. That are not and you're routine. a father and you're a husband and yeah. you own properties. Like, I don't know how you do it. Right. But like all of it together is like, you know, it's all work, but uh, mm. like there are so many. So for, for me, like I need to compartmentalize the different mm. jobs better and do a better mm. job of uh, time blocking mm. uh, for that specific task or that specific um, opportunity or whatever it yeah. might be. Uh, which I mean, I I do that, but I am mm-hmm. not like I can do better at it. So yeah, are you pretty good at prior um, prioritizing like what's an actual emergency priority versus what isn't? I would say that I need no, I need to improve on that for sure. I mean, I I think I do okay at it, but I guarantee you there are times where I'm working on a project uh, that I maybe I could have sat down and said, what are things that are more important to do right now? Right. Versus yeah. Something like that. I'm just like in the zone, you know, you, yeah. you get, you get an idea or a thought about yeah. something in your business and you want to dive into that because it's, it's yeah. spark your, you know, Excited. You actually have the inspiration yeah. to do it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So there's times where you have to take advantage of that, but there's also times right. where it's like, all right, let's focus. Like at this point in time, like it's most important for me to do these follow-up calls or to, mm-hmm. you know, remember to call this person or whatever, whatever other yeah. item versus like, you know, so I've got to s- sit down and segment, okay, this part of my day is focused on uh, my, you know, making calls from on behalf of my clients as part of my day is focused on checking in about with our properties and what do I need to do? Like what, what's, what tasks are out there that I haven't completed yet. And that, you know, this part of my day is set aside for meeting with clients or, you Mm -hmm. know, et cetera. Yeah. Yeah. I think I also need to get better about that. Some, some kind of improvement in that arena. Um, and understanding what is somebody else's emergency isn't mine mm-hmm. and really, one, yeah. really focusing on like, is this something that I feel I have to respond to right now when I'm at dinner or when I'm doing laundry or when mm-hmm. I'm trying to have my downtime or can I respond at an appropriate hour tomorrow morning? Yeah. Um, well, and could I, you I send feel, a response that just says, I will respond to you. Right. I see your message. I will get back to you by mm-hmm. 9 a.m. tomorrow. Um, yeah, I think that's that's kind of in, in regards to that priority and like that feeling of like, oh, I got to do this and I got to do this and I got to do that. When it's mm-hmm. like, mm, it's not a right now emergency. There's three other things that need to get done. And even if it is personal, it has it um it helps me be a better professional so i need to get those things done as well yeah absolutely
Okay, so this is this is the other part of that question, which is what is something that you would double down on that you did this year that you really liked or that you really thought was successful that you would continue doing or do more of? Social media. I mean, just really getting creative in my reels or getting creative um, more LinkedIn. I didn't post as much LinkedIn this year that I wish I would have, but I started to. Um, and I've seen people because I have a lot of people in the tech community that I'm friends with on LinkedIn um, and friends outside of real estate that are going to be in front of. Um, so I think really getting in front of those people still um, in all social media because I get business from it. And I looked at my GCI and how I got the business and it was like church referrals, social media and friends. Well, all of those people are going to see me on social media. So I need to make sure that I'm blasting education, the correct information, funny things, anything that is whatever is attracting them to me. So that's what I'm going to continue to do um, next year for sure. Yeah, you crushed it or you are crushing it on social media and I need to do a better job of that. Um, So maybe I'll try to take some advice from you this coming year on um, how to do how to I don't know I I think that the content you do a great job with education you do a great job with education but I think it comes it it comes down to showing behind the scenes Mm -hmm. um and there's a guy down here who shows him walking his rental properties who shows like a contractor didn't show up or he locked me out of the house, like the ins and outs and the behind the scenes and like all that stuff. You do a lot that people don't see. And I think that showing that behind the scenes would be so fun and interesting for, for the social media um, network. Yeah, you're right. I, I just need to be better at like, is remembering this good, to get the yeah, phone. Yeah, is this yeah. a good time to, to document something? And, yeah. Um, yeah. But I'll work on that. Um, yeah. Well, I'll help you be accountable. All right, good. So uh, for me to double down or to something I I, I want to continue to do, I would say, um, like you said, education and customer service. Um, I think that the market we're heading into is different than it was this yeah. past year. And we have to double down on um, customer service to our clients and, and making sure that we are um, properly like, educating our clients on the market Mm -hmm. because last year you know or this past spring you walk into a house and you know and it's you're showing a buyer a house and you walk in and and the conversation isn't necessarily like uh what do you think this house is worth what do the comps look like the conversation is more like you know to get this house how much more above the list price do we have to offer what do we have to do well, this year we're going to be doing that, except for some houses you're going to have to offer over the list price and some houses you're going to be able to negotiate below the list price. Yeah. And you need to be the agent that can um, explain correctly and about the market data that says what this particular scenario calls for, because right. you don't want to put your client in a situation where they overpaid 30K over the house. Yeah. Or vice versa. They missed it because right. you underestimated the amount of uh, yeah. interest so uh, yeah. and it goes the same for listings not just for buyers mm-hmm. but i think that we have to double down on educating and talking yeah. about market knowledge and mm-hmm. just um, customer service to our clients 
Yeah, I completely agree. Education right now is huge. Like the media is going to educate our clients for us if we don't do it. And the Mm -hmm. media is scaring our clients into thinking it's not a good time to buy. We're in a recession. Interest rates are sky high. Well, they don't know what that rate number really is unless they talk to us. They don't understand what that means and how it actually is a great time for them to buy because there's so much negotiation power right now Mm -hmm. unless they talk to us. So you have to give them the information before they ask for it. Um, And I think in all in all ways right now. So, yeah, I think this is going to be a really crucial season um, or first quarter of just educating our clients in the market. Yeah, I mean, everything, we always say this, or I always say this, everything in real estate is situational. And just because this article in the whatever, you know, about the what's the housing market in in London is such whatever, and it makes a nice headline, that doesn't mean it applies to you. But there's, you know, sometimes it will, sometimes you just have to understand the scenarios. Yeah, Um, 100%. Okay, so this question. Did you hit your 2022 goals and what type of goals are you setting for 2023? So I, I need to really look back at this because in my head, I say no, because I wanted to hit X amount of closings. And that was really my only goal. Mm -hmm. But I didn't like, I also had a financial like net, like gross commissions and how much I wanted to make. And I did the math and yeah, do you see, I, sorry, it's been a day. Um, and I actually made what I didn't think would be possible this year. Um, and that's pretty wild to think about, especially in the beginning of the year when I'm adding up my totals, when I think about the end of the year. Um, so yes, but also there's some things that I didn't hit. Mm-hmm. Um, but I have to reevaluate just because I didn't close X amount of transactions doesn't mean I didn't hit goals. Right. So yes and no. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. So well, I'll answer my part and then we'll jump to the 2023 part. So, yeah. Um, I am like you, I hit most of my goals. Uh, I know, I know we're not quite, the year's not over yet. It's very There's close. Still time. There's still a little bit of time. Um, if you watched I, the Bucks game last night where yes. Tom Brady was able to score touchdowns when they were losing dramatically, yes. there's still time for us. We yeah, are the Tom Brady. Brady's of real yes. estate. He's, he's your motivator. Yeah. Um, <laughs> um so I did hit my GCI goal. I did hit my uh, goal for acquiring the the amount of units we wanted to acquire this year. Nice. I did hit my nice. management goal. I did not hit my unit count. So you and I both didn't hit our unit yeah. count goal. Uh, I came very close though, like close enough that oh, if good. some of my listings that are in, uh, on the market now go into contract, maybe we'll hit them. But um, nice. so yeah. Uh, all right. What about? That's good. Congratulations. That's really Thank awesome. You. So yeah, I mean, ultimately, it, it's, as long as that's why you set these goals is yeah, you know, and you should. I my opinion is that you, it should be a stretch goal. Like even if you yeah. fell a little bit short, you're still you know happy with how you did. Yeah. Um, so what what are you thinking about for twenty twenty I I go into a business planning um, workshop tomorrow with my brokerage um, for 2023. And I'm hoping that they help me really dive into 
that with me because okay. I'm overwhelmed. I'm overwhelmed. There's a lot of, like I said, I need to really focus on the um, certified divorce specialist thing. I do have a plan of action of how to, you know, make my introduction into these offices, but then what's next, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so I, I have goals like two law offices in the area a month. Like I'm not trying to be out overwhelmed by my goals. I want them to be attainable, but like two of those a month, get some, you know, build relationships with multiple family law offices. Mm-hmm. I think that I obviously would like to double my sales volume and double my income. Um, so I think I'm going to dive into that tomorrow to really help me with my goals because I don't see that as a motivator. Um, and I need to, I need to figure that out. So yeah, it's, it's been a weird year. Like I said, it's been a year of growth. And now that I've kind of come here in my growth now, it's like, okay, I'm, I'm definitely got this thing. Um, and my plan of action for next for next year. So it's weird. I mean, here I am year four, and I'm still like in this growing state. Um, mm-hmm. But there's been a lot of a lot of changes. So we'll see. What about you? Um, well, I might make a recommendation for you when you're thinking about planning your yeah. setting. Start looking at um, like where you want to be in five years. Yeah, and then start calculating what that means you have to accomplish next year yeah yeah and then you sort of backtrack okay if i want to be if i want to like you know whatever your goals might be own a house have a rental property i do have yes you know i do have a goal um and i probably very well could do this next year it's just if i want to do it before other things but i want to get an investment airbnb second home in tennessee um smoky mountains somewhere blue ridge maybe maybe north georgia somewhere that i can get away to oh, yeah. but also rent out yeah. um that'd be awesome so i think i'd rather have a property outside of florida before i'd get one in florida because yeah, i, I like want that. it to be a second okay. place for me it's something that you're you know gonna earn income and yeah. build um some some wealth over time with that's a good goal i would um I always talk to Morgan about vacation properties. Like I love the short-term rental um, niche, but Mm -hmm. I don't, only certain properties would be the right fit for me. Yeah. Yeah. But you're at a different um, stage, but yeah, I love the, 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 I love how well investors are doing, especially in that area you just described. Um, Although it seems like the the demand went skyrocketed on those over the last two years. Yeah, so. yeah, for sure. Um, so f- for uh, 23, I, I'm with you. I still have to really sit down and think about what the goals are going to be. Definitely going to be looking to scale up a lot more uh, on mm-hmm. rental properties. Mm-hmm. Um, in And um, as far as other goals, you know, I always set like a unit count, a, a gross commission income and a goal for my office. And usually, I don't know, I have to look at the numbers and decide how I want to back yeah. into what where I want to be. But uh, those will all be, you know, this year plus X amount, most likely. Yeah, yeah. Um, but in Do all- you... 
ahead. Sorry, yeah. I don't yeah. I don't mean to interrupt. Um, do you have like a vision board or um, how do you visually stay motivated to hit your goals? Or how do you um, stay motivated? Not even visually, but. I don't have a vision board, but I did type out uh, a, a um, basically a bus- business plan, um, I think in 17 or 18 or 19. And uh, it was like a, a vision of where the, the direction mm. we're heading with our like my career and everything. Um, and that's sort of, a, 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 I referenced that and then like, at, you know, add to it like, okay, here's where we're at. I needed to do better here or I'm exceeding it here, whatever. That's nice. Kind of, yeah. Nice. Um, all right. So the, the, the last question is sort of along the same lines. What is your focus? What are your focuses for 2023 in both business and personal? Do you know how to answer that first or do you have an answer for that ready? Um, uh, no, I don't have an answer ready. Um, I would say that my, definitely my focus is, is how can I stretch my, uh, take bigger steps to stretch myself, um, it, to put myself in a larger growth phase. Like for example, um, like maybe we could, how can I put myself in a position to, instead of just add some rental properties, maybe mm-hmm. I can double the amount of properties I own instead oh, yeah. of, instead of, um, you know, targeting like a goal that seems achievable for the number of unit sales and how could I put myself in a position to you know significantly exceed that Mm. um like what steps do we have to take to sort of build out an infrastructure to the business that would equal an easier path for more growth Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um as far as personal uh I I don't know. So I actually, last couple of years, I've sat down with Morgan and we've talked about like kind of goal setting and stuff like that. She's not very into it. I have to, <laughs> I have to, I have to rein her in a little bit, but like, it helps to say, like, here's, here's what we want to do as a family, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's but, a great idea. Yeah. That's funny. Yeah. Uh, what? So does that help you answer your, your answer your uh, part of the question? Repeat the question. What are some of your focuses, like personal yeah. or business? Like I could see, I could imagine you're setting some sort of a health goal because you work out all yeah. the time, yeah. which I should do too, but I don't <laughs> the, know. Honestly, like the gym has just been really nice alone time and and a, a time where, especially for real estate agents, you feel like you're constantly on your phone. You're constantly on your mm-hmm. phone. You can't do anything without being bombarded by a client, a call, an email, anything. So at the gym for me is the one time, like one hour a day where I am absolutely like in the zone. I'm present, I'm working, like there's just clear mind. I'm not thinking about anything else. So it's, that has been my motivator in the gym more than like a physical goal. Right. Um, it's just been fantastic. Like therapy. Almost. It's like Zen for you. Yeah, it is. It's, it's the time where I can actually, you know, be present and it's really hard for me pr- to be present. So honestly, I think I really need to find a balance of being on my phone and being present and like really like doing a, a time off at night kind of thing. Like, you know, I've read a lot of books where people say, you know, at least an hour before bed, no phones, like some say two hours before bed, no phones. 
um that hard, i can't though. do two hours before bed <laughs> but yeah it sounds, exactly it's hard it sounds terrible but like i what i'll do is i'll be on the phone for something that is work related checking mm-hmm. an email replying to a yep. text to somebody and then all of a sudden like i'm scroll yeah something else that's not work related it's yeah definitely yeah it's i want to be the person i want to be does that make sense like i want to be the person that has the idea that that implements the idea of getting up at 5 30 or 6 a.m reading for 15 minutes you know a, a self-development book and then another 15 minutes my spiritual time and then 6 30 i'm out of bed getting with the dogs doing all this stuff that i need to do in the gym because if i jump out of bed at 6 30 and i'm helping with the dogs and i'm getting ready for the gym i don't have that time mm-hmm. um so I did it before, but now that I've moved and I'm getting it in a new routine, that is gone. And I have a second dog now who's a lot needier than when oh, I had yeah. the first dog. So I I want to focus on doing that personally. That will help me professionally as well. Um, so that's definitely something I want to implement into my next year of, of plan of action is is reading more, getting off the phone, focusing on being present. And I know I'm guilty of being on the phone when I'm in the presence of other people. And that's just so rude. And I, I, I'm not like super rude about it, but like, if I get a text or I, you know, I tell them, Hey, like, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm just responding to this email, but female could wait, you know? So I Mm -hmm. just need to like, really just be present. Yeah, that's a great. Um, so this is sparking lots of thoughts. So maybe next episode, uh, we will have to uh, have already done our goal setting. And then we can yeah. talk to each other about what the some of the things are that we want to focus on. I think that would be really good. And Rob, I love that you, you could be great for me to be um, kind of like a accountability partner, right? Like, hey, like, I think you and I should read a book a month right and then we're able to talk about our nuggets and then Mm -hmm. we're doing a book a month we'll have 12 books you know for the year and I think that would be so awesome and being able to have somebody that says hey let's read this let's talk about it let's do all those things so those are some things let's do that and we can throw it out here on the um, podcast too yeah you know if you want (laughs) to like read what we're reading um, I think that'd be a great idea. That's great. Yeah, we definitely can do that and be accountable, hold each other accountable on some things for sure. Um, I'm excited. Me too. This is awesome. Um, like I told you earlier, we're heading to uh, the Holiday in the Heights, which is like the Grandview Heights, our little community's uh, Christmas thing tonight. So I'm excited that. for that. And I'm excited. Take lots to see- of pictures. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, you're right. Social media, right? <laughs> I yeah. got to take some photos. Yeah. Um, yeah. But so I'll see you uh, for around Christmas coming up here shortly. I'm very excited about that. We're going to do a Christmas episode or end of the year type of episode. Um, What are you excited for coming up the the rest of the year? Um, My, I'm excited to get in tune with um, my vision for 2023 um, and be ready to implement it. Be ready to go January 1 with my plan of action and hit the ground running. So I'm excited to reflect um, and really reflect, like really go back into the previous months and to um, 
learn and grow and be ready for 2023. I look forward to that. And then I'm super, 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 super excited to go to Ohio for Christmas. I haven't been there in a few years, especially for Christmas. So yeah, I'm be, really looking forward for to you. that. I do too. Okay. I, my dad sent me the beautiful snow that happened a couple of weeks ago early. Yeah. And I'm really hoping we get that kind of pretty snow. And it's not like slush when I get I there. Know. Me too. <laughs> hoping for that as well. Yeah. Um, what about yeah. you? Um, yeah. I, you know, I love the holidays. Um, we haven't put a Christmas tree up yet, but we will probably this week. Um, we're going to be down in Springboro visiting the family. And, you know, we do the big Italian uh, oh, love it. dishes. Love that. Love um, that. So, yeah, I just the whole thing is. I fun might have to stop by Christmas night. You should. You, you yeah. If you're going to be in town, you should come over. There'll be plenty to eat. <laughs> I'm here for that. <laughs> um so uh oh i i just thought of this too there is i'll send it send you this when we're done recording there is a really good um book and podcast about setting setting your vision and now the name is slipping me maybe we can put it into the notes of the show too that'd be great so yeah i excited to see you soon and um this has been a great episode. It's good. It's fun to reflect on the year and look forward to next year. Anything else you want to tack on before we uh, close it out? I don't think so. I don't think so. I'm excited and congratulations for your awesome year. And you too. I'm you too. really excited to see what 2023 brings you. You too. Um, very excited for 23. All right, everybody. Thanks for listening. We will see you on the next one. See ya.